0: Was blind temporary uh, without sight for a period of about three days and it says that immediately verse 18 immediately after he was prayed for hands were laid on him immediately they fell from his eyes as it had been scales and he received his sight somebody said and he received his sight and he was baptized. Verse 19, because I think we stayed somewhere at verse 18. Can we look at verse 19, please? If you can, read.
1: And when verse
0: 19 of uh, Acts chapter 9.
1: And when he had received meat, yes. he was strengthened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then was Saul certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus.
0: He says, and he was with the disciples a certain days after he ate, because he was not only hungry, but he was weak, because he ate nothing for a period of time, and he was with the disciples. I want to draw your attention um, just for the next few uh, moments. I'm going to draw your attention to John chapter 2. John chapter 2, amen. I'm building foundation today so that we can flow um, in a good manner today. Let's read from verse 13 of John chapter 2. John chapter 2. John chapter 2 starts out with the account of the miracle of Jesus at the wedding of Canaan in Galilee and anybody who have been to any wedding normally many times the preachers or the persons who is performing the wedding would make reference of this scripture um, concerning the wedding in Canaan of Galilee and it says the mother of Jesus was there and he gave us the story of what happened and then after a period of time, they had no wine. Hello. It's an embarrassment on the host to run out of food and run out of wine. It means that the action just started. Man just getting into the party, and then you hear the news that there is no more wine. Jesus was there, and his mother, and his mother came to him and said to him, "Um, you know, there is no wine. And Jesus said unto her, woman, what wilt thou have me to do? Uh, My hour is not yet come. But then the mother said unto the disciples, he said, whatever he say unto you, wow. What a mentor, what a mother, amen? Someone who sees beyond, he says, my hour is not yet come. And it is recorded of, um, as we look into the life and ministry of Jesus that this was his first miracle, first recorded miracle. And he thought and he said, my hour is not yet come. In other words, even in translation, it's really, this is not really my business. This is not really my area of focus, but here comes a mighty miracle. And the governor said unto them, he said unto them, well, you have done something strange because um, normally at feasts people bring the best and when people now have gotten into the mood of things and they have now filled." He says, "You bring out the water, don't want." You <laughs> bring out the brand name first and then give them, and then, when they are now filled, he says, "You bring out the ones that has no label on it." Um, but he says, "You have done differently. He says, "You have now left the best wine for last. My God. That's, that's just something for us. To think about. I I didn't just want to just say it because it is it is written, but I want to tell you something that I believe in the realm of the spirit that God is leaving the best wine. Amen. For such a season as this. It means, my God, whatever you have tasted before, whatever you have gone through before, I believe that we are in that season of the best wine hallelujah and not only that i know because it says in this hour in this time my god i will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and you shall prophesy amen amen somebody so let's go now over to the um and so we move from all this encounter now and now we go down to um verse 13 you you can bear with me for the next few minutes amen i'm still on time amen Amen. Glory to God. So we are are talking about the experiencing of the best wine. We are talking about um, the encounter. We are talking about how, um, you know, Saul being, um, you know, not only having that experience with God, a very dramatic experience, and how, how, listen to me, it's very important that we understand because after um, Saul has gotten this kind of experience, this kind of encounter with God, um, it, it could be very difficult if Saul does not open up to the, to the leading of the Holy Spirit. It can be very difficult for Saul to understand that even though I've had this experience that maybe none of them other guys have gotten because did, there was knockoff on the horse and I'm going kind to of stop. In the experience, um, Jesus met them by the way, he saw them and he says, Come, I will make you. I will make your fishes of man. They didn't have that kind of experience and encounter. And so it's important as we go down today to understand it was, it, it, you know, God had to take um, Saul through a dimension, a humbling experience of understanding that, yes, you will be great. Yes, you will be powerful. But you need something more right now. Amen, somebody? And so we have to understand that in the realm of the spirit. That yes, we are great people Yes, the Holy Spirit um, is being poured out upon us Glory to God In this latter hour My God, amen Amen somebody Glory to God And so, we need to understand the process That's what we are talking about Encounter, experiencing the move of God So let's go, verse 13 Let's read down a few verses please Go ahead
1: and the Jews fast over with at hand uh-huh. and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changes of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changes money and overthrew the table mm-hmm. and said unto them that sold doves, take these things hence. Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thy house has eaten me up. Mm -hmm. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, Mm -hmm. and in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was this temple in building, and will rear it up in three days, and he spake of the temple of his body. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them. Bear
0: in mind what it was just said, that when he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my time, but I'm going to make sure that at the end of the day, we receive what the Lord wants us to receive. It means that here he was speaking about something and he's saying to them, guys, if you destroy this temple, I can rebuild it in three days. It will be rebuilt in three days. Now these guys miss the process. And let me tell you something. Whenever information is not given as revelation, then there will come confusion. Uh, you want to go over that again? So we go into that, whenever what? Information is not converted through what? Revelation, it produces confusion. It is confusion in their minds because here where they were going, he's now talking about something totally different. They were thinking the physical structure. Hello somebody? They were thinking the physical structure, they're thinking, well, you know how many years we build this thing? And how can you rebuild it? You see, one of the things that you have to understand. One of the things I do understand that to be carnally minded is death, but to, spirit, to be spiritually minded, you will have life and peace. There was a lot of things that Jesus was going to. Jesus was saying to them and to the disciples that they could not upre- uh, comprehend at the time; they could not understand it. Hello, I said what they could not understand it at the time. It was important that disciples will come to Jesus at uh, moments, as, um, you know, when he's away from the multitudes and different stuff like that. And he will come aside and they say, Master, you said something this morning. Tell us what it means. Hello, somebody. Tell us what it means. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hmm. I thank God that he said, he said to this, he said to this, he said to this um, in John chapter 14, he says, guys, um, he start talking about, you know what I mean, um, he start talking about my, my father's house and all the different stuff, and then he goes down and he says, I am leaving you, but I'm not going to leave you comfortless. But what I'm going to do when I leave, I am going to send the comforter. You, you with me, somebody? Okay, he said, I'm gonna send the comforter when the comforter comes. Listen to me. When the comforter comes in verse 26, he says, The comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, uh, which, I- which the Father will send in my name, shall teach you all things, and shall bring all things to your remembrance. Okay, go glory to God. Tell somebody, hallelujah. Okay, so I want to take my time today because it's important. Because there must be no confusion concerning the revelation. Amen, somebody. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because when we are not on the same page with the Holy Ghost, you see, there should be no confusion in the now church concerning what God wants to say to us. In terms of even revelation because we have the Holy Ghost we have the Holy Spirit amen that will confirm the word amen glory to God with signs and with wonders glory to God okay so let's go quickly so we have the Holy Ghost okay so let's go quickly and see what happens. So when the Holy Ghost has come, let's see in verse 16, he says, um, he will pray the Father and give you, and I told you that already, and we see 18, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send the Holy Ghost, I will send the Holy Ghost, I will, I will make sure that the Holy Ghost come to you, that the Holy Ghost come to you, that the Spirit of God come to you. Okay. What spirit was Jesus operating in when he went to the temple and started whipping them? says, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it into a den of thieves. Have you not realized, he says, my house should not be called and should not become a house of merchandise. It should be a house of revelation. It should be a house of teaching. It should be a house that when my people come, they not just only have a shake and bake experience. It's not a bakery. it means that after you have left the house of god you not just only that we had a good time in the presence of god but my god it means that something something in the realm of the spirit i have gotten from the word of god not just only because i've got a good experience because many times you ask people how was church say, oh my god the spirit of god moved. yes i thank god for the anointing of god i thank god for the anointing because without the anointing we can't preach but was there anything that will cause you to change will be anything that will cause you to go home and think and say, my God. But it's just sometimes what happens is shake and bake moment. And then another thing is that sometimes you got to be careful because flesh is on the altar. And sometimes what's going on is an experience of trying to overdo because human beings and human nature, and I'm going to show you something. The human nature is very cunning. And sometimes what happens is that we leave the world of competition and we come into the house of God and the same competition is in the house. Who who are more anointed than who? Who can outdo one another and all these foolishness that has no merit at all in the houses of God? Because it's important for us to understand and if I have time I will go all into it. In the houses of God and in the house of God, in the kingdom of God, there is different operations, there is different arm um, giftings, but it is the same spirit. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, you gotta rest yourself and realize, and you have to tell, you have to tell your neighbor and say, Neighbor, we are not in any competition. You complete me and I complete you. Glory to God. Where, where I am strong and you are weak, glory to God, we can draw strength from each other. My God, away from this wash, away from this mentality to think that we need to outdo one another. And so the experience and encounter with God is not for self and flesh. And for us to try to think that we can outdo one another and assure one another that spirit of sure need to be killed. And so after your encounter, after your experience with God, after your flowing, if your question to people would be, how are they sound? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got to ask man, how would it sound, you know, yeah, I mean, all these little stuff, and did I do, no, 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 first thing you have to ask yourself, you, you have to go to God, God, did was, 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 Did I give you glory? My God, what you talk about man, what you talk about man, let me tell you something, man agenda according to some, that will change, they will say Hosanna today, and they will say crucify by next week. And so your first agenda of doing anything is to please Him. We, from when we have become men pleasers. From when you have to get your credit and approval from man, we become God. God, how pleased are you? And so let me get to help you to understand because I know some of you have this mentality to think that even in the house of God, and I'm telling you, listen to what I said, I said when you're finished, it means that you have, given, you have been given authority to do certain things. You ask the Lord, Lord, how? And then you can inquire from you know, some person, is there any um, place that I went off? You understand me? Because you want to improve. That's for personal development. Hello, for your delivery. Glory to God. It's not about, you know, to make your flesh feel good. And let me just give you this while you're while you're while you're taking notes. Anytime you're doing anything for God and your flesh is excited, kill it. Anytime, <laughs> anytime you are doing anything for God and your flesh get excited about it, you need to kill it. Something needs to be on the altar. Why? Because your flesh will never be excited about glorifying God. No, no, no. That flesh will tell you. You ain't feel good. You ain't, you ain't, look, I'm going to tell you something. If you, if, you were, you, if you were governed by the Spirit today, many of you would have been home because you ain't feel right. There's a pain in your knee. There's things you have to do. Your flesh will, uh, let me tell you that, your flesh will bring all the conditions Why you mustn't please God. And so whenever, whenever the flesh get excited, you got to go back to the altar and say, no, something ain't right. Something ain't right. Because the flesh will never, that's why there is, he says that there is a warfare going on between the flesh and the spirit. And whenever that flesh, when the flesh starts to talk, you better be careful. Okay, let's go, let's go. Because you are watching me like Bishop, you know, boy, you know, um, you're going a little bit too deep today. But we're talking about, you know, we talk talking about experience. Last week, you know, we, we just sing and so. And I tell people, I say, let me tell something, I've learned over the time that, you know, maybe last week I have tried to put two in one. But then we'd have done more. And then half the, you'd have missed half of the what well, I want to say now, because you'd have done shut down by the first hour. So we got to leave certain things until um, later. Amen. Let's go. here what the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Um, it says it, 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 in the Greek original, it, it says it's called the frankly parak- Right? It means it means. Let's go. Let's see what it means. It means He's He's here. He's called as one that go alongside to help. Somebody say, so he goes alongside to help. It, you know, it means that you're not doing it alone. It's important. Let's go quickly. So he says, he go alongside you. He is here with you. He wants to do a wonderful work in your life. He wants to seal, he wants to guide, he wants to empower, he wants to fill you time and time again. Somebody said the working of the Holy Ghost. One, he comes to seal you, he comes to do what guide you, he comes to empower you, he comes to fill you. Amen, somebody. You getting anything here? Oh, okay, glory to God. It's good. So let's go. So, um, so we are seeing the work of the Holy Spirit, how important it is for the Holy Spirit in our life. It says that in the New Testament, Jesus referred to himself as the bread of life. He says as the door and all these things, and he's a refuge, he's a consuming fire, all these things. Jesus is referring um, to himself, glory to God. But let's see what happened. The Holy Spirit, we're going to understand some things about the Holy Spirit. Well, number one, the Holy Spirit has an um, intelligence. Number one, the Holy Spirit, what? Has intelligence. You've got to understand, he ain't no dummy. And some of us must not operate as dummies or fools. And one thing you want to understand, because he's intelligent and he has intelligence, he does not contradict the word of God. So if anything that comes up that cannot have basis in the word, it means that he's off. I don't care how sound is sound and excited and all the other stuff. I don't care who you're coming from. It means it has to be have some basis on the word of God. Tell somebody it has to be has some basis on what? On the word of God. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. It says God has revealed through us through the what? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit searches all things. He is the deep things of God. But what happened? You have to understand it's the deep things of God. It says, For what man knoweth the things of man except the spirit of what man, amen, which is in him. Even so, no one knoweth it the things of God, lest the Spirit of God, my Lord, unless the Spirit, oh, unless by the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. You with me, somebody? Glory to God. Amen. You, you're hungry already? Oh, 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 okay. Uh, Let's just see. So we are getting that. You want to read it? Just read it if you can so that we could get it. Amen. in a hurry today. I have time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God, we have to understand that the Spirit of God, He has, look, He has intelligence, glory to God. Intelligent, my God. It means that, my God, when you, He, he can say things, He can do things. But one of the things that's going to happen is that we've got to understand that things must be done according to order. Glory to God. Somebody say order. Okay, now let's move on quickly because this is important. Read that verse for me, please.
1: But God has revealed them unto us mm-hmm. by His Spirit. Yes. For the Spirit searcheth all things, mm-hmm. yea, the deep things of God. Yes. For what man knoweth the things of a man, mm-hmm. save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God.
0: Okay, you're going to go now to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and hold it. Look at verse 11. Hold that scripture. Number two is the Holy Spirit has a will. The Holy Spirit has a will. The Holy Spirit has a will. If we are going to have an encounter with God and with the Holy Spirit, we now need to understand. We now need to understand. If we are going to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, we need to understand who the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit can do. He has a will. It says, but one and the same Spirit works all these things distributing to every man individually as he will. Come, let, me go down there. let me go down there. I don't care what you think you like or who excite you on the internet. Because what's going on today? People are getting internet gifts. Download from YouTube. It is says It didn't say YouTube gave you. It didn't say Google gave it to you. It says the Holy Ghost, by His own will, gives gifts to men. I, I, I could done, because we could go home, you know. If it's a little tight for you, yeah, understand me. Just wear something slack next week. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't wear the tight clothes next week. Amen. But there are too much people who are thinking that, oh, I like this preacher, I like this gift, I like Benny Hinn, I like, you know, uh, what's your name, Um, Juanita Bynum. And you think that God is calling you to be Juanita Bynum. You're not calling you to be Juanita Bynum. I've never heard, this foolishness I'm hearing in the now church were never in existence in the early church. You never hear nobody say they want to be like this apostle. Do you know what it says? They say they have took knowledge that they have been with Christ. People want to be like Christ, not like one another. You listen to Paul and you listen to, you know, you listen to Timothy and you listen to these guys and you read their scripture. And you hear them, you're a father in the spirit, and yes, all the other stuff, and like a father. But you don't hear them saying all of a sudden, they want to become like. No, 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 you have to understand, it's the same spirit that is in Paul. My God, listen to it, you know, the same, because you see what's going on today, is that people are receiving artificial, my God, oh Lord of mercy, they're receiving artificial anointing, because it's not coming from a genuine source. And I'm going to tell you what it is. It is a familiar spirit. If it's not has it's origin with the Holy Ghost, it means it's a familiar spirit. So when you are seeking, don't seek the anointing of Bishop. You, me? You, don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. you seek an anointing from the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And then we have, we have churches. Everybody sound alike. Everybody everybody flowing in tongues. Everybody tongue sound alike. Oh come on man, come on man, Oh, come on man. So when we, wait 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 God didn't have no variety. God didn't have no no no. I give like gives according as He
1: will.
0: Oh Lord Jesus. Oh Lord Jesus. It, it, it tight today. No, it's just for us. It's just for us. It's just for us. Yeah. This ain't nothing new. These are, these are just stuff that we needed for a long time. And guidance. Because, you see, as God is outpouring upon the church, you've got to understand, as he's outpouring, the outpouring is coming, we have to make sure, we have to make sure that human flesh and the, 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 the spirit of the opposition, meaning the devil, Okay? That he doesn't take what God has as genuine and counterfeit it. Because what happens many times in churches, it's not the genuine Holy Ghost that's causing confusion. It's human beings and principalities and powers. And so, praise the Lord. Tell somebody say praise the Lord? Okay, so let's go quickly because my son have me on a good time in the, the yeah. He's my timer today. Amen. Thank you for that. Amen. Yeah, man. So, where are we at now? Yes, yeah, scri- give me that scripture I gave you earlier. Go ahead. 1 Corinthians twelve eleven.
1: But all these work, worketh that one uh-huh. and the self-same spirit, yeah. dividing to every man severally as he will. Uh-huh. For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. So also is Christ. Mm-hmm. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. Yes. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, uh-huh. whether we be bond or free, uh-huh. and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Mm-hmm. For the body is not one member, but many.
0: Okay, let's go down. I want you to go to Acts chapter 15, verse 28. Acts chapter 15 and verse 28. Hallelujah. Amen. Why somebody say, Boy, we're reading Bible today. Hey, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Let's get a scripture, you know Hallelujah.
1: Acts 15, 28.
0: Let me tell you, let me let me just give you this here. I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you this.
1: Church, a true
0: and strong church foundation cannot be on emotions. It is based on truth. It can't be an emotion. You gotta be based on truth. The longevity of a church, the longevity of a believer, when the enemy comes you can't go tell the enemy, shake and bake. You can't just fall on the anointing when the enemy comes the temptation, you better get the word. <laughs> oh, oh, oh oh you know you have to temptation. Let me get a song to sing, no? A, a song ain't overcome that. You need the word. Is the word gonna keep you? It's a word that's gonna elevate your glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And even though we are a church that um, you know allow the Holy Spirit to flow and all the other stuff, in ain't a wild ghost chase thing. There must be order in the house of God. So let's go quickly because we got a lot more to say. Amen and time going. So let's go now. Acts chapter 15 and verse 28. Go ahead, read.
1: For it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us mm-hmm. to lay upon you no mm. greater burden uh-huh. than these necessary things. It, it, who, who says that? The Holy Ghost. Not, not, not the church
0: uh, burden. Even though I have no problem with church um, Auxiliaries and administration and all this stuff But what happened is that There must be men and women Who are filled with the Holy Ghost So that when they speak They're not speaking because they want to undermine the preacher And undermine the pastor But they're speaking from the realm of the spirit They have been in prayer What was going on today? It's a church um, boards has now been developed into um, boards just like we have the world about qualification read the work, all these other stuff from a subject they got what position they are in society but they have no prayer life they have no they don't remember the last time they read the bible if you ask them for a scripture they give you a song And so, what is going on today is that we are having the church being hijacked by men and women who have no encounter with the Holy Ghost. Some of them are not even saved. And so, how can they look over the house of God? Okay. Lord, Father Jesus, today and mean I getting a time for an encounter boy i'm telling you this is this is deep okay so let me see this it said the holy ghost somebody said the holy ghost um acts we in acts 13:2 acts 13:2 Acts 13, 20, and then after that, we got one more thing to say concerning the Holy Ghost right here. So the Holy Ghost, what? What well, the first one I gave you? The Holy Ghost, he has what? He has intelligence. Then number two, he has what? He has will. And number three is going to be number three. So let's go. Number three. Read Acts 2 and verse, sorry, 13 and verse 2.
1: As the minister to the Lord uh-huh. and fasted, yes. the
0: Holy
1: Ghost said,
0: The what? The Holy Ghost said, The, the what? The Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost said
1: separate me Barnabas uh-huh. and Saul, uh-huh. for the work we are unto I have called them yes and when they had fasted and prayed
0: uh-huh.
1: and laid their hands on them they sent them away
0: okay let me just tell you something let me just tell you something because see this is what um, the, the and I said I said to to people anybody the Holy Ghost is a gentleman the Holy Ghost is a gentleman. If you, if you have a spirit that is, is causing you to do things out of control, check it out. It, no. The Holy Ghost will, will it give you little nudges, yes. Reminders that he, he wants you to do this. Okay? He doesn't overpower you. It means that sometimes you could say no and grieve him. <laughs> oh lord have mercy and so when you have things that if you see anything coming to tell you and it look like you want to overpower you be careful because sometimes it is not the genuine um, um, gift of God. God don't overpower. He's a gentleman. Anytime you talk about the Holy Spirit, he's a gentleman. He comes and he gives you a reminder. He comes and he gives you a word. He gives you revelation. And not only that, let me give you an- another thing. Whenever the Holy Ghost is in order, he always have a witness. So when you see that the Holy Ghost person manipulized the, 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 the whole stuff, It is was that the Holy Ghost witnessed through them that this is what the Spirit is saying. Hello. If I don't say it, it means that, and then what happened? When I finished I said, Pastor I said, my God is the same thing the Lord jumped in my spirit. Well, look no, but if you didn't say it, I was going to say it. It's not the one monopoly of nobody controlling each other. And it's not overpowering to think that if you don't do what the Holy Ghost says, it's like, I'm going to be in danger. No, no, no. It means even amongst the church, even amongst the church, if, if something even is said and we amongst as leaders, we feel as though right now, yes, you know, I heard what you say, but we don't feel it in our spirit yet. It doesn't mean that we turn you down. <laughs> it means we got to pray about it until, and then what happened? We go down and pray, and God says, It is of me. But whenever, whenever personalities get mixed up with the with, with, with genuine Holy Spirit, then we have confusion and all kinds of stuff like that. And God is not the author. Okay, let's go to the last one and then we're going on to the confusion thing. Amen, somebody? Glory to God. No, no, no. Had to deal with some issues too and i will share with you as we go but anyway number three is that the holy spirit we're looking at what the, the holy spirit has uh, um emotion the holy spirit has emotion this is what happened to jesus when he entered the temple and he saw what was happening in the my god the man and the only thing could have come to him by the holy ghost is that by put some rope together and start to bang them well, man talk Jesus God mad because what kind of madman could come in here? And the point about it, hello, hello, hello. The reason why he could have done it, not because he he was in the dimension at that time as just a human being. He saw, he said, This is my father's house. It meant that he had the authority to do it. He was not out of order. He said, This is my father's house. Look how you all have had have this house going according to your own agenda and start beat it started beating. I think after a while when human nature kicking this and So, I am telling you something. If Jesus, in the natural dimension, started whipping and a beating, I wonder what the Holy Ghost wants to do to some of us. When he looked down at the, at the condition of his church. I wonder what kind of whipping. <laughs> when he look down at, at, at the people supposed to be calling upon the name of the Lord and standing up. But are afraid. Becoming jellyfish because we are more concerned about this world's affairs rather than the kingdom of affairs. Anyway, emotions. Emotions, I know. Um, Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5. we we heading there, no we the I have a few more. Acts chapter 5. five. 5. Acts chapter five. Acts chapter five. Okay. Acts chapter five, verse three to four. Let's look at verse three to four. The, 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 whole, the whole thing about this passage of scripture, and all of you might have would know, is Ananias and Sapphira. You know them two teeth? Oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> so, um, sorry. They were supposed to be. Um, no, the, not teeth were supposed to come out. They were supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah, mem- yeah. Uh, yeah but they they were there and they saw that was happening you see that's why you have to be very careful of counterfeits they saw what was happening in the house and they said "Boy, you know what i mean they saw people going selling because they was not the first people were selling things and bringing the gifts and put them to the apostles feet and they came up with a scheme in their bed he said "Boy, we want to be in it <laughs> we want to show them that we could do it too." Because sisters so-and-so went up, they're going to let things by the apostle feet, and they discuss it amongst themselves, and they say, what are we going to do? We're going to make a show of this whole thing. Our heart ain't in it, but we're going to just show off. So we're going to sell the property for a certain price, and then we're only going to put down portion of the monies. Because we know our heart ain't committed to give all. <laughs> But well, if your heart wasn't committed to give all, nobody put no gun to your head to tell you that you were, but because they want to show off, they have no commitment. It's just like some people who who know that they're not gonna make the pledge, but just to be in the line. It's from your heart you know you ain't gonna do it. But because you want people to see that you some sort of earthly approval, you go up in the line. And you take the envelope and you say, Yes, you're going to do it. But you know you will never do it. And Ananias and Sapphira had the same problem. They say, Well, we're going to try to trick the man of God now. Because <laughs> he did know how much we sell it for. He wasn't in the deal. He wasn't the lawyer. Um, he not in inland revenue. He not a real estate dealer. He said, they, they know how much you're selling for. So they sold the, the property, and then what they did, they brought poor, um, um, half of it, but the thing grieved the Holy Ghost. My God, I tell you, you, know, you don't understand what's going on. This house ain't just, and with the churches of God, it's not just some building. You've got to understand that it's the Holy Ghost in operation. And he said they grieved the Holy Ghost. Read, read, please. Let we go, quick. Let me talk too much.
1: But Peter said,
0: mm-hmm.
1: "But Peter said, Ananias, mm-hmm. why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to, lie away. to the Holy Ghost? To the Holy Ghost, not and to it, me, you know? Why
0: has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? Let's move on. Read next passage."
1: And to keep back part of the price of the land, uh-huh. whilst it remained, was it not thy own? It was
0: your own. Mm-hmm. Nobody enforced you. Go ahead.
1: And after it was sold, was it not thy own power? Mm-hmm. Why had thou conceived this thing in thy heart?
0: My God,
1: thou hast not lied unto men, mm-hmm. but unto God.
0: My Lord Jesus, Father, help us. And so, while we are Praying and believing God to say, Lord, send us, give us an encounter. Make sure that our encounter is of God. So what is the agenda they had? It was an agenda to show off. Let's go very quickly. Um, um first, 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 first. First Corinthians, first Corinthians. Yeah, Lord Jesus, we, we won't get there. We won't get there. First Corinthians chapter fourteen. First chapter fourteen. First Corinthians chapter fourteen. Mhm. First Corinthians chapter fourteen. Y'all got y'all got enough. Y'all got enough. We, we we could stop here now. Okay, huh. Well. Mhm.
1: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. okay. 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 First Corinthians chapter 14. We're going to look around there. On, um, let's go, verse 28, so that we could get some things going. Okay, let's read from verse 26 and, and go down. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. How
1: is it then, brethren? hmm. When you come together, yeah. every one of you have a psalm, mm-hmm. has a doctrine, yeah. has a tongue,
0: mm-hmm. has a
1: revelation, yes. has an interpretation. Uh-huh. Let all things be done unto edifying.
0: Okay. Hello. You are get what he said? He said when you come into the house, everybody could come with something. Yes. But when you come together, let it be for what? Edification. Edification. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go ahead on. Mine, mine in your house, whatever you want in your house, but he said, when you come together, when you come together as one, hallelujah, I said, when you come together as one, read on, go ahead.
1: If Uh any man speak an unknown tongue, Uh let it be by two, Uh or at the most by three, Uh and that by course, and let one interpret. Mm -hmm. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church mm-hmm. and let him speak to himself and to God.
0: Okay, so it's saying, saying that even in the dimension of, of certain dimension of prophetic, um, prophetic word, because if we look into the um, translation of these things, it's not just talking about tongues of operation of tongues, even though tongues are one of the subject, but they're saying in church order and discipline, if there's any word that is spoken out there, it means that it must be witnessed. So if even if you come and you say that okay, I am sensing God is saying to saying something to you, and you, if me ask you, well, let me hear, tell me what you think the Holy Ghost is telling you. Because when me don't tell you say it, me can take it back and, hide and go on. I don't I need to know find out. So what do you think the Holy Ghost? Because if if it's somebody I know who always and attested in the realm of the Spirit, and I say to you, okay, go ahead, because I know that the Lord speaks through you. If you have flight by night, now. I, I, I can't test the spirit of God in you. There is no spiritual history of understanding. Was so if 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 we ask as leadership, well, what do you think the Holy Ghost is saying? I mean, you
1: think the
0: Holy Ghost is saying to you? And, and so another thing I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to the Holy Spirit speaking to you, is that remember, we prophesy in part, and, and think it's not the whole picture sometimes we get. So, uh, well, a you don't get the whole picture. I'm somebody who has been around prophetic areas from, from way back and understanding and accurate stuff, but sometimes it's a picture you get. And in my early days, we used to get some picture and God had to beat me several times on it because me thought the picture was for people, but I me. <laughs> because God wanted to show you yourself. Yeah. Hallelujah. My God, when God to deal with you, he showed you yourself. My God, and you have to clean up your own self. And it's not that you have all kind of baggage, but God does to tell you there's some things that you need to get rid of. And sometimes you see pictures, you see little words and different stuff. And then you have to now get the interpretation of these things. <laughs> and and oh wait, let me tell you something. That's if, that's if you did not go on the people's Facebook page, read what them say, and then come saying that the Holy Ghost tell you. Come in playing with them, kind of dimension, nana. No? If you have personal knowledge, it cannot be the Holy Ghost. No, understand me? It cannot be because you have knowledge about it. I have knowledge about it. And so you have to be careful. We got to be careful. I tell you, houses of God I got to straighten up, you know. When I got knowledge about things, it's a certain way that you have to deal with it. Yes, hallelujah, glory to God, you got word of wisdom, word of knowledge, sometimes you know something, but God want to show you something deeper into the, the, of what's happening, but because you know, hello, because you know, somebody say, I know. When you know about something, and especially I tell some people, when we, when we amongst ourselves, that's why when we go into places where we know nobody, boy, you could flow. You could flow, Lord, like a thing, you could flow. You could fly all over. You just like a, jo- what they you call it, Jonah? You, you, oh, you could stand right there and watch the image. <laughs> because what, you ain't know nobody, nobody know you. And so nobody could think, well, will somebody tell you something and whatever going on. But when you're home, when you're in St. Kitts Nevis, Where everybody chat, and everybody got voices, and everybody got inside the news, and all the different programs. You have to be careful, and everybody got issues. You have to be careful of what you say. So I just sift it out in the realm of the spirit and say, Lord, should I? How should I approach this? And that is why in in, in dealing with these things, and I say to many of us, maturity is going to be needed. Hallelujah. I said maturity is not that I'm not having no problem with the Holy Ghost, but a lot of us, we are, we are immature, and we need to grow up. Hallelujah. And let me just tell you something. Hear what I what, what just said. You hear what it says? It must be to edification. That's what the word says right there. If whatever I am saying, if it cannot edify me, not edify nobody, shut up. They say in a gossip center. It must be for edification. If he cut me or whatever, when he done, he must edify me and heal me. Yeah. That's right. The church is about edification. It's say in a circus club and all kind of thing and clown and, 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 and elephant pan wire uh, pan swing and all kind of damn brilliant him out. Circus, they a circus. The house of God must operate and it means that people must feel that they're safe, that God can speak to them, my God, and they're edified to go on with God. My God, I must be, look, I've become broken, I look, all kind of things, but at the end of the day, I'm going on, go on with God. Gone are the days, man. That's why people run from church, Gone on are the days, people can't feel, you know, they come to church and all, because and they have to run away from church. Where are they going to go? If they can't come to the house of God, not everything you see, you say. Rule number one is not everything you see, you say. Rule number two is not everything you see, you say. Rule number three is not everything you see, you say. Not even here, you say. Because if God has to say everything about me and you, Lord Jesus, Lord Father, I, no, no, me not talk about all you holy rulers. I said if God has to say everything about us, about me, well, let me tell you something. I won't be qualified to stand before you. I won't be qualified. I know many of you sitting down here wondering because we want to look good. Yes, look good. But if God had to say everything. And that's why he said to, to them many times, he said, when you have been converted, when you have been converted, we must be able to strengthen others. I don't know what way we get this kind of thing from, where because we now overcome something, we are now killing others who are coming through. Strengthen people, man. Talk the truth. We were there. We was down that road. But God help me. And the same God that helped me to overcome. is The same God going to help you man. Church got to be able to strengthen one another. Say brother hold on and God. You're going like, to feel like going back. You're going to drink a, a drink. Yes. But you're going to kill the man because he drink a drink. You drink too and you fall down. And all kind of stuff. And God help you. Some of us went back, just like the disciples. My God, they were following Jesus. And when they heard Jesus, they went back. My God, Peter took up some words. My God, and he started to use something. But look at Peter when God touched him again. I tell you, God is a God of a second chance. God is a God of a third chance. God is a God of chances. Wipe me off all you want. Wipe off my others all you want. But God don't give up on people. That's the gospel that I will continue to preach. A gospel of reconciliation. A God that can still help. I don't care how far you're gone. I don't care how low you are. God is able to lift you up. It's called Grace. It's called grace. It is called grace. He's able to pick you up, man. And if we can't preach that message, it means we have a society that is hopeless. You know why? Because people out there think that society has left them. And if they come into the church and they feel that the church says they don't want them, where can they find hope? My son, of time. No, 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 no. Me time, yeah, uh, Timekeeper, how much I have here? Let me put out my glasses. There. That me ex, that me excess. Okay, my wrap up time. Yeah. Don't, worry. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry, don't yeah. worry. It teaches me discipline. He said that he. Set yourself into time. with. In. Hey, amen. Hallelujah. Pray. 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 But the message of the gospel, it must be hope to the sinner. Yes. It must be hope to those who are down. Yes. Yes. You know why? If somebody did wipe you off, if Jesus did wipe you off, I thank God that somebody cared for me. Somebody sacrificed their time. Somebody, the song says, somebody went down on their knees. And they prayed for me. They had no doubt. Oh, hallelujah. I said they had no doubt. Hallelujah. While others were saying he will never mount to anything. They had no doubt. It meant they had a conviction that no matter that he was going through, my God, that God will bring me out. Hallelujah. That's the kind of God we saw. A God that is faithful god that wants to give us an experience with him and let me tell you something i don't care where you are today because some people might say well bishop she came by the altar already lord you know because lord church people could judgmental see oh god jesus lord some people got the altar the, the, the altar arm you call it the, 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 um, the register for the altar. Some people had a register for the, the altar to know who are come to altar every Sunday. And, and, and hear them, hear them. Shaking at the altar. Lord, 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 Lord. People, people. I wonder what she do now. Lord, Lord, and 365, you never had one time to say, Lord, that word touched me and I got to go to the altar. But you sit there in your puffed position and you criticize all those. You, let, let, let me... Let me, let me tell you what Jesus say about them. He called them them Sadducees and Pharisees. He says you at the door blocking everybody from going in, but you won't go in at all. He just you just you just stop the, all you do you are blockage for people, blockers. No, no, me says so no, you want me go find it and show you. <laughs> Because, let me tell you something. If you had to listen to Jesus, you know, that man was a, look, look, he off, look. He, he offended the religious armed sector, no? Man, he give him some word in a smart way, you know? He, he was a man of words and intelligence that he could give you a word and you know him, you you get it. But I want to say to us, I don't believe As much as I just said, I don't believe, even though that some of us have thought, because religion, you know, that's what religion has taught people, is that you must sit there look all righteous, you know, mighty in your stuff, you know. And even, you see it, you see it even in, in the churches, the leaders are not becoming broken. The leaders are not moved. Because you know, I preach, I can't go to the altar if somebody is preaching. I can't go down and bow down and bawl and and say, Lord God, Lord. And no, 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 because I have to keep a certain image. And so I believe that there are some people in this place today that say, Lord. I don't care what people say. I need you. Last week, I ended right there. I need you. Look, let me tell you something. I I don't need church. I don't need, no, no, no. no. I don't need no man. I need the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And if we are going to get an encounter with God, Somebody has to cry out. Lord, I need you. Yes, yes Lord, I've offended a few. Lord, I said something that wasn't good. I've done some things that not right. But when, I've, when all of the things have been said and done, I need you. Only you. I need you. I got some things that you got to straighten out, Lord. If I give it to people, they may gossip about it, but I I need you. I come to church today. I I didn't even know if I was going to make it. There were things on my mind. I have a battle before me, but I come to the one that can fix my problem. I need you. Come on, let's worship the Lord. I'm, 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 my time is up. I have just feel the Holy Ghost says, you know, um, you, you, have, you have said it. You have said it. I, I, let the Holy Ghost take some time out and let the Holy Ghost minister. Let the Holy Ghost raise your, whatever, whatever the enemy has been placed on you, whatever mindset, whatever things that he has been throwing in your mind. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Father, forgive me for running away. Forgive me for straying. I need you. I need you. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I feel my God, the anointing. I feel a yoke destroying, burden removing anointing that is flowing in this house right now. I need you, Lord. I need you, I need you Lord, I need you, I need you Lord, more than yesterday, I need you, oh God I need you.